we want to continue with our series of casting vision for 2020. Let me tell you, casting vision means change. Casting vision means we're going higher, we're going to bear more fruit, we're going to do better in 2020 than we did in 2019. Say with me, I'm going to do better. No, that's not with faith. Don't just say it. Say it in faith. I can, I can hear faith. You aren't, you aren't saying it in faith. Say in faith, I'm going to do better in 2020 than I did in 2019. Now you lay hold of that in Jesus' name. We, we can have a year. You know, you can live your life where one year looks just like the year before and the year after that looks like five years before and ten years before. But that's not the plan of God. The plan of God is that we go from glory to glory to glory. And so we should be in faith. We should do better in 2020 than we did in 2019. Hallelujah. We're still in our series. Lord, how can we be more useful to you? We're believing for increase in 2020. Then we have to lay hold of our part the prayers we need to pray, the instruction the Holy Spirit would give us. We have to lay hold of that. Increase is never automatic or we would all experience increase and we would all be very anointed right now, very fruitful, very very prosperous, and so on and so forth. Church, everything in the kingdom of God works by faith. That means you first hear it. You can't release faith for something you don't know anything about. So you first hear the will of God, and then you say, Lord, I receive it. I receive the will of God. I believe the word of God. I receive the word into my heart and into my life. Show me how to act upon the word of God. And so church, this is a very important prayer. Lord, how can we be more useful to us? Just a couple of reminders. If we could put the vision statement, our overall vision for Victory Faith Church is loving others first. Let me tell you something about increase, church. You do not hold back. I've got several things to say to you before I depart December 15th. You do not hold back if you want to increase. Elder Francis, when you were talking about what I said, such a mark of adulthood is generosity. In fact, it is an essential that you develop in generosity if you're going to be a fruit-bearing adult in the kingdom of God. Generosity means I live to give. 
I live to give. I'm not thinking of myself first. I've got God on my mind. I've got others on my mind. I'm looking for ways for God to use me. I'm looking for ways to serve him. So this is so critical. What is generosity? Loving others first. This is what generosity does in your heart and in your spirit. You move out of being the God of your own life through being selfish. And you move in to the spirit of generosity, which is from God. What is generosity? It means I'm the first one to act. If there is something to do, I'm the first one to step forward. If there's an opportunity to give, I'm the first one to step forward to give. Are you with me, church? Loving others first through kindness, generosity, and compassion. This is the vision of Victory Faith Church. And now to accomplish a vision, it takes change. It takes growth. I'm telling you, church, it takes hearing and hearing. It takes much hearing to have a vision and execute a vision from God. It takes much effort. You can't live for yourself and fulfill a vision from God. It's impossible. It takes much training and equipping. You know, I've been told if there's one thing... Uh, a couple of things Victory Faith is known for. One, we teach the word. And there's nothing else I have to teach you. Or Pastor Davies or any other leader has to teach you. We teach the word. And number two, we train and equip the people. And that is because we want you to fulfill the will and purpose and destiny that God has put on your life. We want you to hear the words of the Lord when you stand before him one day. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter in to the joys that are prepared for you. In other words, I don't want to go to heaven and Jesus is, he just looks at me when I come to the pearly gates. Are you with me? And I I don't hear those words, well done. So it takes much effort to fulfill a vision. The local church was created by the Lord Jesus Christ himself to be the vehicle of fulfilling the will of God in the earth. We're not in the local church to live for ourselves. We're planted in a local church to fulfill the will of God in our generation. When you're faithful in the little you've been given, God will give you more. When you're faithful in the next level or the next measure, God will give you more until by the time you're King David's age, which uh, scholars say when David killed Goliath, He was between 17 and 19 years of age. You can be great in the kingdom of God if you make worshiping God and serving God 
the number one priority in your life. Not yourself, not your own will, not your own selfish desires. And so we are planted in a local church after we're born again to get to know God and to learn his ways. How can I be used of God? How can I be equipped to serve God? And I've, during this series, uh, given you four things that are very important, essential, to be equipped in, in the local church and in your life, for you to fulfill the will of God. And number one, I've told you we can't ever say enough about this. Number one is learn to walk in love. It's essential. You're a baby. I don't care if you've got an 80-year-old body. You're a baby till you make up your mind. I'm going to submit to the Holy Spirit to train me to walk in love. Number two, protect the unity of the Spirit. An angry, divisive person who gets in strife and arguments and fights and yelling and accusing and judging others. Church, are you with me? No, you're not spirit-filled. Because when you are spirit-filled, you realize the Holy Spirit needs to equip me to walk in the unity of the Spirit. Church, the Holy Spirit is only poured out where love is present, where unity is present. The Holy Spirit's not poured out on strife. The Holy Spirit's not poured out on division. The Holy Spirit's not poured out on fussing and fighting and arguments. Are you with me? Number three, to have and fulfill a vision from God. Do not seek honor for yourself. Do not seek a title. Do not seek a position. Do not compete with others. If we put someone in a position, don't have the attitude, well, I've been in this church longer than they have. Why didn't the pastor choose me for that position? No, don't seek a position for yourself. Believe me, we pray, we listen, we watch fruit, we watch for faithfulness, we watch for those who bear fruit. And uh, we, we will use you, and we will use you in greater and greater measures, but you can't seek a position and think you deserve it. I'm so handsome, I deserve that position. I'm so talented. The pastors made a big mistake. They should have chosen me. No, no, don't ever seek honor for yourself. And then last week, I dealt with number four. We can't ever say enough about this one. Tame your tongue. Tame your tongue. Learn to speak faith-filled words. Your mouth was created to be an instrument of faith. 
not an instrument of doubt, not an instrument of complaining, not an instrument of unbelief. Are you with me? And then number five, today, if we want to be a healthy, vibrant, fruit-bearing church and we want to bear more fruit in 2020 than we have in years past. Now, this is so critical. This is so critical. Be filled personally with the Holy Spirit. Be filled personally with the Holy Spirit. And I'm not through. This is a long one. So I'm not through yet. Be filled personally with the Holy Spirit and long for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Be filled personally. In other words, you understand every day we come before God, we come before his word, and we come before heaven. Now, you're not baptized anew in the Holy Spirit every day, but you used, you know, there was a there was an outflow of the Holy Spirit the day before. You need a fresh infilling today. Hallelujah. Every day, every day, we need to believe God. Lord, today I'm asking for a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit. Fill me anew and afresh today for everything that I will face so that I can walk in victory over every challenge, every anything that might present itself to me, may I be filled with the Holy Spirit anew and afresh today. Church, that is so important. And then it's very important that as we come together as the Victory Faith local church, we be longing for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit in our midst. You know, some people sleep late on Sunday. Yeah, they do. It's one of the days they sleep in. And then when they come to church, they've not prayed, they've not prepared, they've not believed God for anything. And so we come, we're a bit agitated, we've had to rush, and so on and so forth, and our hearts are not longing. Remember, everything works by faith. If no one here is interested in the Holy Spirit being poured out, you know, we're saved. And we're going to sing saved songs. We're not going to sing what's on the secular music charts. We're going to sing saved songs, but it doesn't mean the Holy Spirit is going to be poured out unless we long for it. I'm asking you to pray for that with longing because I can't pour the Holy Spirit out on you. Pastor Davies can't pour the Holy Spirit out upon you. But if we long for the Holy Spirit to be poured out, if we pray for the Holy Spirit to be poured out, if we ask for the Holy Spirit to be poured out, church, the Holy Spirit will be poured out. The Holy Spirit yearns for us to desire his presence. The Holy Spirit, listen, yearns 
for us to desire his presence. As Victory Faith Church, I want us to have the attitude every time we come together, we are welcoming the Holy Spirit. It's not just coming together physically. It's not just singing. But as we come together, church, we come together united in our faith that we love the Holy Spirit and we are welcoming his presence. I don't care if it's a roundtable meeting, a children's church meeting, a youth meeting, whatever kind of meeting. However we assemble together, a care meeting, Wednesday prayer meeting, whatever kind of meeting, we come together in love to welcome the presence of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit longs for us to welcome him so that he can bless us over and over and over again. The Holy Spirit comes... Where, it, where there is a great longing for him. Everyone say longing. Can you say this in faith? I long for the presence of the Holy Spirit. We, he comes when there is great longing for him and desire for him. Now I'm going to ask you a question. Do you love the Holy Spirit today? That was weak. Do you love the Holy Spirit today? Do you long for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit today? Hallelujah. Do you yearn for him to manifest his presence? James 4 and verse 5 in the Amplified Classic Bible, this is Amplified Classic. Amplified Classic. Let me read this to you. Or do you suppose that the scripture is speaking to no purpose that says, the spirit whom he has caused to dwell in us yearns over us, and he yearns for the Spirit to be welcome with a jealous love. Amplified Classic. Listen at the two times the word yearns. Or do you suppose the scripture is speaking to no purpose that says, the Spirit whom he has caused to dwell in us yearns over us? So the Holy Spirit yearns over us. He greatly desires to be welcomed into our presence and he yearns for the spirit to be welcomed with a jealous love. Listen to the Passion Translation. Does the, does the scripture mean nothing to you that says the spirit that God breathed into our hearts is a jealous lover who intensely desires to have more and more of us. That's what the word yearns means. It means intense desire. The Holy Spirit intensely desires that we 
would intensely desire him. Not that we would halfway be asleep through the service. Not that we would just casually sing songs or casually play music. No, he wants us to come together with an intense desire for his presence. Church, this is so important that we as a congregation begin to exercise our faith and our longing for the Holy Spirit to be poured out in our midst. Romans 5, 5 in the New King James says, Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. The love of God is the life of God. And it produces, when the Holy Spirit is poured out, the love of God, the life of God is poured out. It produces spiritual growth in each one of us. It produces increasing fruitfulness. It produces healing in our life. No one has to lay hands upon you to be healed. But the very presence of God being poured out in the midst of a congregation is present to work miracles in our hearts, in our understanding, in our bodies, in our finances. Favor, pouring out favor, pouring out divine appointments, divine connections, all the, all the goodness of heaven, all the glory of heaven. Church, it comes to us through the word by the power of the Holy Spirit. John 7, 38 through 39 in the New King James says, He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. And I'm just going to read the first part of verse 39. But this he spoke concerning the Spirit. This is about the Holy Spirit, that rivers of living water. What are those rivers living with? They're living, they're full of the life of God. When the Holy Spirit is poured out, the life of God is poured out. Miracles are poured out. The goodness of God is poured out. Church, can you say amen? Where the river of God flows in a person's life, in a church, in a congregation, even in a nation, life, zoe, the life of God abounds. Where the Holy Spirit is poured out, the life of God is being poured out. And he begins to quicken his will in us. He causes us to come alive with the gifts of the Holy Spirit and the graces of heaven begin to be poured out upon God's people. But if we are a casual church and we just take the things of God casually and we take worship casually, we take the word casually, we're very casual about giving. In fact, a lot of people don't give. A lot of people, I'm not just talking about this church, but in the body of Christ, the last time I looked it up, only 3 to 5% of Christians even tithe. 
And sometimes people wonder, why isn't the presence of God greater? It's because God doesn't pour out his Holy Spirit on disobedience to the word. God pours out his Holy Spirit on humble, submitted people who, have, who yearn for the things of God. They yearn for the presence of God. They're obedient to the word of God. There, God will pour out the Holy Spirit. Where the Holy Spirit is being poured out, the life of God is being poured out. That means the curse is being removed. That means sickness, infirmity, inability to produce the God kind of results in our life is being removed by the power of the Holy Spirit. And strength comes, and healing comes, and joy comes. And joyful, delightful, unhindered worship comes. Joyful, delightful, unhindered giving comes. And I tell you, when your heart begins to be filled with the Holy Spirit, the graces of heaven begin to be poured out upon you. And your life is changed. And, and then you become someone who is able to impact the life of others. Can you say amen? Let me tell you something else that comes is increase. Increase comes where the Holy Spirit is being poured out and where the Holy Spirit is not being poured out. Church, we could preach increase till we've used up all the juice within us till our tongue is hanging out dry, dry, dry. We could preach it. We can sing about it. We can shout about it. We can celebrate about it. But increase will come where the Holy Spirit is being poured out. That's so vital for us to know. Zechariah 4.6 in the NIV says, So he said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. It is the work of God for the Holy Spirit to be poured out and great things begin to happen. When we yearn for the Holy Spirit, we cry out, for the Holy Spirit to be poured out in our hearts and in our lives. Ephesians 5, verses 17 through 21, in the Passion Translation says, this is the Passion, I, li I like this. And don't live foolishly, for then you will have, and don't live foolishly. In other words, if you don't live foolishly, then you will have discernment to fully understand God's will. Don't get drunk with wine, which is rebellion. Instead, be filled with the fullness of the Holy Spirit. And your hearts will overflow with a joyful song 
to the Lord Jehovah. Keep speaking. Now here's how we ought to use our tongue. Keep speaking to each other with words of scripture, singing the Psalms with praises and spontaneous songs given by the Spirit. Always give thanks to Father God for every person he brings into your life in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And out of reverence for Christ, be supportive of each other in love. I think that's such a good scripture. Gives us one instruction after another of how to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We love each other. Of course, we love God. We yearn for the presence of God, but we love each other. We speak good words to each other. We encourage each other with the scripture. Instead of getting in your vehicle and we've got KISS FM on, playing God knows what. I don't know. I don't listen to KISS, but I used to go and get my neck and back rubbed at a clinic here that played KISS all the time. And there were a few times I, I told them, while I'm here, I'm telling you they played some raunchy music. I just one day said, you know, while I'm here, if, if it's okay, could you turn that off? And you know what they started doing? They started playing uh, hymns. And I thought, well, that's better, and it's better for them too. Hallelujah. So we speak good words to each other. We bless each other. We walk in love. We walk in unity with each other. We're, we're generous with each other. We uh, tame our tongue. And we long as we come together that the Holy Spirit, would be poured out. Whether two or more are gathered together in agreement, we have whatever we ask our Father, which is in heaven. When we agree together and we come together in love and unity, church will be able to pray great prayers in an atmosphere like that and our prayers will be answered by our Father, which is in heaven. Can you say amen? Let's welcome the Holy Spirit. Let's yearn for the Holy Spirit. And let's yearn for the Holy Spirit to be poured out whenever we come together. Hallelujah.